Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast of our Sunday morning teaching. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. this week where we have actually seen children saved as well as some renewing their walk in the Lord. 
Um, I want to give you just a little bit of what we've experienced Wednesday and Thursday night. And so, My God is the theme of our Kids Crusade. We're keeping in step. And we had one main Bible verse that we used both nights. And I'd like for you to um, look at it with me on the screen. And if you will, I'm going to treat you guys just like we do it in Life Kids on Sunday. So if I ask you a question, you holler out. Um, But what I'd like for you to do is to say it along with me, will you? Three, two, one. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Um, We learned Wednesday night and Thursday night that the people of Israel had seen many wonderful miracles, including walking through the Red Sea on dry ground to escape from the slavery and the bondage that was in Egypt. We learn that to keep in step with Father God, it takes a commitment to follow Him and to trust His ways because ultimately God's plans are always the best. Being committed to Him means that we read our Bibles, which is our instruction book from God. It means that we pray to Him every day. It means to never stop praising him and thanking him for all that he's given us, for truly he delights in our praise. And it means to trust God, for he already knows about us, and he is already taking good care of each one of us. We learned that being committed is hard sometimes, but it's the right thing to do if we're going to keep in step with God. And trusting Him means that while we don't understand how things are going to work out, we must not grumble and complain as the Israelites did, which caused them to wander in the desert for 40 years until they came to a place of total trust, depending on God for food, water, absolutely everything to survive before they could see the promised land. Unfortunately, because of their disobedience in trusting God or obeying the leaders God had put over them, some of them never got to see this wonderful place that God had for them. God did give them a strong leader, Boys and girls, can you tell me who was the leader that we talked about? Who was it? Just holler it out. Joshua. Joshua was indeed a man who trusted God. He was one that was committed to truly keeping in step with the Lord. Why do you think Joshua would be the one to take over into the promised land. Could it be that because of him being the commander of the Israelite army and him being so committed, he trusted God and God knew that he could in turn trust Joshua. Once again, we found out that God led them to the water. This time, not a sea, but a river. A river called what? Jordan, a river called Jordan. Joshua knew that if he was going to get the people across, that he would have to do exactly what God told him to do. Sure enough, by obeying God's instructions, by sending the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to go first, we found out that something amazing happened. As soon as the priest put their feet in the water, the water started backing up on both sides, and all the people were able to cross over on through dry land. 
What an amazing miracle that these Israelites were able to witness yet again. What God did for them, we know he will surely do for us because his word tells us that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God's ways are always the best ways. We learned that as they crossed over the Jordan and were going in to possess the land of Canaan, which was God's promised land to them, that there was a city in Canaan called, does anybody remember? It had big walls. It was Jericho, and the big walls completely surrounded it. Since Joshua had sent two spies in earlier to survey the city on the inside, they understood what had to be done once they got in, but how in the world were they going to get over those walls without being seen and the army inside getting to them first? Joshua, once again, keeping in step with God, knew that God had a plan, even though he had no idea what it could be. The Bible tells us that Joshua was out walking and he comes up on a man and he's not sure who he is. And he walks right up to him and asks him, whose side are you on? I love, love, love what this stranger says. He said, I am on neither for I am the commander of the Lord's army. And he then instructs Joshua, take off your sandals for where you're standing is holy ground. I told my kids, I don't know about them, but if it had been me, I'd have slung those sandals off. I would be like, yes, Lord, yes. He then told Joshua that he would help them to defeat the king and his army in Jericho, but they had to be obedient to the instructions that he was about to give. Thursday night, we watched a video about what happens next. And you know what? You guys in here today, you get to be boys and girls and you get to watch it again with us. Now the city of Jericho was tightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand its king, and all the mighty men of valor. You will march around the city, all you men of war, you shall go all the way around, once. This, you shall do, for six days, and seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Covenant. But the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets, and it shall come to pass, when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the trumpets, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man straight before him. Then Joshua called the priests, and said, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And Joshua said to the people, Proceed, and march around the city, and those who have swords, Go before the ark of the Lord. And so, Joshua, the men of war, the priests, and the ark of the covenant, went to Jericho. And Joshua commanded the people, saying, Do not shout, or make any noise with your mouth, until I give the word. They arrived at Jericho, and marched around the city once. 
for six days. On the seventh day, they rose early, and they marched around the city seven times, in the same manner. Then, at the seventh time, the priests blew the trumpets. Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in that city. Because they trusted in Almighty God, the walls came tumbling down. Wow, God's ways are truly the best ways. And boy, does he indeed have great plans. I love that God can show up and show out at just the right time that we need him. Remember guys, that sometimes when we're keeping in step with God, He may ask us to do something that makes absolutely no sense to us. Just look at these two stories today. Remember, since God doesn't change, but our walls are different, we're not surrounded by the heavy walls. Instead, our walls could be around us that are of fear or sickness or bitterness or maybe even walls of limitation. And a wall of limitation could simply be the fear of believing that God won't help us in our time of need. And that's simply not true. Remember, just like Joshua, we can keep in step by not being afraid of the situation because our God is the same God who parted the waters and he tore down the walls and he's absolutely the greatest and the mightiest God. Joshua 1.9 says it for us, that when we're in a battle over something, Joshua 1.9 brings it all home to us. It simply says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And even today, God has a plan for each of us. His plan is found in his son, Jesus who willingly walked on this earth and died on the cross for our sins. He took them away so that we could have a relationship with Father God, where we can talk to him anytime, any day, and where we can have a relationship with Father God. We teach in Life Kids that whether we all go together or whether we go one by one, that we're all waiting for our blink of an eye. And in our blink of an eye, instantly we'll be in heaven. And heaven is a place that we are looking forward to because in heaven, there is no sickness. There is no fear. There is no sadness. You know, I teach the kids, you know, I believe there'll be tears in heaven, but they certainly won't be sad tears. There'll be happy tears as you're looking around for your family and your friends and you get to see God face to face. So while we're here on earth waiting for our blink of an eye, we must be keeping in step with the Holy Spirit so that he can help us along the way and help us to have courage not to be afraid of what we're going through and also not to be afraid to share the good news of Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm 
made it kind of short and sweet. But I'm going to ask you guys to bow your heads, close your eyes, and we're going to pray today. And if today, even in this little bit of a little bitty lesson, that you feel a tugging in your heart, maybe you just don't know this big, mighty, awesome God. Today is your day. Maybe you're going through something. One of those walls that we talked about needs to be torn down. Right where you're sitting, right where you're at, we can pray. And God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, who never changes, is still the faithful one that'll come right to your rescue. Let's pray together. Father God, I thank you today. I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your mercy and your grace. God, we thank you that you have allowed us to have this kids' crusade, this event, Father God, where we can reach so many kids. And Father God, we thank you, Lord, for the lives that have already been transformed and renewed in you over the past two nights this week. But Father God, we are here today. And there may be those in this room, Father, that in their heart and in their spirit, right where they're sitting, they're crying out to you. I thank you, Father God, that you hear even the faintest whisper of a, pray- of a prayer. And so, Father God, we give you all that we are. And Father, while we're waiting, let us be pleasing to you and serving you. And Father God, we pray right now, Lord, truly let us be your hands and your feet. Let us be your eyes and your ears. Let us be your mouthpiece and your heart. And Father, we thank you for the sweet Holy Spirit that we can have to help us keep in step as we walk faithfully with you. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody says, amen. We've had an incredible two nights, and this is just a little bit of what we did. But right now, I'm going to just tell you, we graduated... almost 20 fifth graders into sixth grade, which means that they came out of my life, kids, and they moved up into the youth. And that was an incredible group. And I was like, oh, I don't want to let them go. And, and some of them are actually here, and they're actually going to perform. But we have going on in our life kids right now, there is a hunger in these kids to know more about God. We have altar times where I wish that you guys could see them on Sunday. They're down on their knees. And they're praying and they're seeking God. And I love because God says, when you seek me, you will find me. And so while our kids are waiting for their blink of an eye and we're learning to be busy about God's business and serving him, our kids have very, very special gifts and talents. And you see some of them up here for praise and worship today. Well, we have a team that Miss Linda Lancaster put together and they have a wonderful song they're going to present to you right now. This is some of my life kids, and I'm so proud of them. Miss Linda.
Thank you. So you can see why we have so much fun over on Sundays. I have an incredible, incredible group of kids that God is blessing us with more and more each Sunday. When you guys are over here having church, you rest assured that we're over there having church and we're praying for you. For over six weeks now, our kids have been beside themselves saying, we're coming to take over the sanctuary. And so today was a big day for us. Um, But what I'd like to do right now... um, We've got a couple of more things that we're going to do. Um, if Brother Scotty would, I want to ask all of our kids to come up and let's pray for them. I'm honored that the 20 that I graduated, when I graduated them up to Stephen, some of you may already know, but Stephen is my son-in-law. And so it's so cool for me to be able to take my spiritual kids, according to Isaiah 54, and move them to my own kids. And I know that God has big plans and a destiny for each one that each one has to fulfill. But this year, we're starting, and we want to be able to have God use us in every way possible. If you are one of our kids, ages 3 to 11, I want you to bebop on up here because Brother Scotty is going to say a prayer over all of us. Can you come on up? Be careful with him. They get excited and they want to hug you and knock you down. He just said, how old are you? <laughs> he said, are you 60? <laughs> You got it. Yeah, amen. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all let me slip right up here. Okay, amen. Wow, isn't this awesome? I love that. They said, we're going to take over the sanctuary. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we love you and we praise you. Let's bow our heads. Father, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for the generations that will serve you. Now, God... We don't want to be guilty of coming in here on Sunday and having church, Lord, and going through all that we go through and and just having encounters with you and leaving out our sons and daughters. Oh God, we want their hearts and their lives to be touched by the same Holy Spirit that moves in here. I thank you for Angie. I thank you for the gift that she is to this body of Christ. I thank you for those that help her and stand with her and hold up her hands. And now, Father, as she leads them and guides them, I thank you that the direction of the Holy Spirit is speaking specifically to each and every one of them. That, Father, you said, don't forbid the little children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of God. And so, Lord, we include them. Father, I thank you that as the Holy Spirit moves in this house, he's moving in that house over there. That their hearts and lives are being stirred and they're having incredible encounters with God. But Lord, I thank you that not only, Brother Teddy, does this affect them, but Father, these children are going to take that word home. And they're going to crawl up in Mama and Daddy's lap. And they're going to say, what about this and what about that? And then we're going to see whole families come to know Jesus. We've seen it happen in here, Father. Now thank you for that anointing. Thank you for touching grandparents and and parents and all of those, God, brothers and sisters. But we bless them now in Jesus' name. And thank you that as they grow up, they're growing up in God. That as they go on, they're going on in God. That as they're learning, they're learning about God. And that, Father, that your hand is on their life and that the plan and the purpose and the destiny that you have for them in each and every one of their lives will be fulfilled. Now, we serve this notice. Satan, 
take your hands off God's kids. Amen. We declare that they will not have to go out into the world and be lost and running around and doing a bunch of stuff. That, Father, they're going to serve Jesus from now on. Hallelujah. They're going to walk with Him. And they won't have to sow wild seeds in Jesus' name, but they're going to sow kingdom seeds. They're going to love God, and they're going to know Him, and they're going to serve Him all the days of their life. In Jesus' name, we speak long life, blessing, and the hand of God on them. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Give God praise. Amen. Thank you, Brother Scott.
benefits of our Gotta Move Kids Crusade. Let's start off with 10. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Thanks again for listening to Life Church of Mobile's podcast. Our services are held on Sundays at 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at livechurchmobile.com.